This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the 2023 Commodity Classic, taking place March 9th through the 11th in Orlando. Learn more at commodityclassic.com. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Two USDA officials have been renominated for higher positions. President Joe Biden has nominated Stacey Dean to be USDA's next Undersecretary for Food, Nutrition, and Consumer Services and Margot Schlanger to be USDA's next Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights. The two were both nominated for the same position in the last Congress, but the Senate never confirmed them, meaning their nominations must go back to the Hill in a new process. Dean is currently serving as a Deputy Undersecretary in the same mission area. She was nominated last year and also boasts experience at the Center for Budget and Policy Priorities, as well as an analyst at the White House Office of Management and Budget. Schlanger's nomination first came in 2021. She is currently in-house at USDA as a senior advisor for congressional relations. Prior to her time at the department, she was a professor at the University of Michigan Law School and also was a civil rights officer at the Department of Homeland Security during the Obama administration. There's more on the nominations in our coverage on agripulse.com. The Biden administration is facing legal action over its plan to list the lesser prairie chicken on the endangered species list. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association is among a list of plaintiffs on litigation planned for federal court in western Texas. NCBA's Segra Johans says cattle producers have been helpful in the bird's rebound and shouldn't be punished by losing critical grazing habitat. The numbers of lesser prairie chickens that are out there thriving on rangeland at every different life stage that they go through are thriving in pasture, in the same sort of rangelands and you know varying, uh, varying diverse grasslands that are cultivated by cattle producers. They don't live in cropland, you know, they don't live in those very uniform grasslands. They gravitate to the areas where cattle producers are actively working to, you know, to cultivate a, a profile of vegetation that's uh, beneficial not just to livestock but to the lesser prairie chicken. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service delayed the listing by 60 days earlier this week to give producers time to enroll in conservation plans. Steve Davies has more in his coverage on agripulse.com. Policy certainty and demand outlook have a smile on the face of Clean Fuels Alliance America head Donnell Rehagen. Clean Fuels leaders are gathering this week in Tampa, Florida. Speaking to reporters on the sidelines of the event, Rehagen said language in last year's Inflation Reduction Act reconciliation package included signals that should pay dividends for biodiesel producers. Certainty is something that uh, businesses respond to, investors respond to. So uh, the IRA bill having a longer term extension of our biodiesel tax credit was a very, very strong signal from this administration and the last Congress that they wanted to see more of our products across this country. The industry also has seen big growth in renewable diesel and sustainable aviation fuel, which could stand to use more of the feedstock like soybeans currently going to biodiesel and a whole host of other uses. Rehagen says concerns of a feedstock crunch in the long term should be proven wrong. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and suggest that there won't be moments of tightness. Um, our industry is growing as fast as it's ever grown. We're expecting to add about a billion gallons of new renewable diesel in the next 12 months and probably another billion gallons the 12 to 18 months after that. So when you think about adding 2 billion gallons, I mean, when we launched this vision to be a 6 billion gallon industry back in 2020. We were not even a three billion gallon industry at that time. So this will be the next two or three years will be the period of time of the most uh, significant growth. 
Rehagen and other biodiesel supporters were also frustrated by recent renewable volume obligations that he said didn't account for enough potential industry growth. Stay tuned for more from the Clean Fuels Conference from AgriPulse's Noah Wicks. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. You put everything you've got into securing the next generation of your farm. So why not take it a step further? Commodity Classic is America's largest farmer-led, farmer-focused, educational, and agricultural experience, where you'll find thought-provoking education, a huge trade show with the latest ag technology, and networking with thousands of farmers who are preparing for the next generation just like you. Join us in Orlando March 9th through 11th, 2023. Learn more at commodityclassic.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.